Hey everybody, welcome back. We've got another episode of the Texas Stars podcast coming at you. Brian Tosti here, really exciting episode for you as Jason Robertson joins the podcast here today all the way out from California. How you doing, Jason? Uh, you know what? <laughs> good i'm good for what the scenarios and situation is so that's that's good well and everything with that how long you've been out west and and kind of how how's the mood out there for you and uh and the family yeah so once we heard the news i actually uh, <laughs> was on one of the first flights out back home i know my dad wanted me back home with my brother and my sister um so i've been here for about two and a half weeks but uh you know we've been pretty much self-isolating for the past for that Time before California actually put out their uh, stay-at-home notice, but um, so far we're just um, you know making do with our time. Still, my brother and I are still training together. You know, trying to get uh, trying to get some work in, um, try, try try to maintain all that stuff. So it's good to have him pushing me and uh, me pushing him. So it's been pretty good for uh, for what it's worth. I was going to say, with with your brother being back in town, how is the training portion of it going? And is there kind of a little uh, tally on the wall of sibling sibling rivalry of playing games, whatever you might be doing? Yeah, um, you know, I it's about, like I said, especially when it comes to workout. I know it's a lot harder for people to work out by themselves. You know, it, so and to have a brother who not only is able to work out with me but plays the same sport, and you know, has always it's always been pushing me these past couple of years. It's it's kind of an advantage. I was talking to, uh, you know, one of my uh, trainers over the summer and uh, I told him about it. He said, that's great. That's that's a good advantage for you to have um, to keep maintaining your your uh, your body and everything. And obviously, you know, playing games and playing floorball, you know, we play against each other every day and it gives us something to do and it gives us some, you know, sense of competition and keeps that drive going. If if and when the season does start or, or whatever happens, you'll still have that drive. Who has the who's the leaderboard right now as far as on the tally of who's winning floorball? I think I think it's close to be honest. If I'm being honest, but you know, um, at the end of the day, I always you know I always somehow find a way to win. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, you know it, it, it's even, but uh, you know, as far as I can remember, I win all of them. Hey, the older brother always takes the win right there. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so uh, I mean, the the overall season kind of it, it's it's kind of we're waiting to see exactly what the the pan out is going to be for the rest of the year. But um, for you and and your brother and kind of the the family, what was the year like? And um, coming into the pro game and and also making your NHL debut uh, during the year as well. I mean, as a family, all of us, I think it's pretty crazy um, in a good way. Um, especially because my older brother Michael is, is living in Italy um, up until the the you know happened up there in Europe, and um, obviously I was in Texas, and then my little brother was in Toronto and Peterborough. So my family, my dad, just traveled all over the North America really because you know he'd come see me in Texas, and then one day he'll see me in Grand Rapids or um, a couple other places I can't remember on top of my head, Chicago. Um, so he was all over the place. So I think he kind of enjoyed a little bit of the traveling with my mom too. My mom would make it out, and uh, you know, especially when I made my NHL debut in Toronto and uh, eventually go to Montreal and Ottawa. That was those three, especially because they were so uh, kind of close to home back where we lived in Toronto. It was kind of a special moment for all of us. But um, you know, it was a pretty successful year for all of us, and we're looking to have an even more successful year next year. 
And you said your brother was able to get out, uh, get back home, especially during that whole process when he was living in Italy. How how close was he to to everything the, the way it all happened? Yeah. Um, so once they uh, the United States made the uh, uh, everyone no uh, no flights from Europe to America um, up until I think it was Friday, and we found that out on Wednesday, and he was you know he managed to hop on a flight on Thursday or, or whatever. And, just make it in time to, to get back before all the pandemonium happened and you know how much that could have been uh it could have been bad but he got there my mom was able to meet him in michigan and they've uh, they've been there ever since with uh like you mentioned your nhl debut up in canada you bounced around a, a little bit before uh kind of settling in you guys have been in california toronto michigan like kind of what what's been the whole breakdown for you and and where you lived and uh across all that time yeah, so when I, uh, I actually was 10 years old and my family decided to move to Michigan to uh, further my ho- my brother's hockey career, um, we spent about four or five years there, and, you know, kind of understanding where, where we are is close up for what we want to do at all. Eventually, my older brother decided he wanted to go scholastically and, you know, get an education, and he ended up going to USC, and then uh, I, got, I eventually got drafted into the OHL, and um, you know, but actually my minor midget year before that, I moved to Toronto to get drafted into OHL. So I got drafted in there and then my brother moved to Toronto for a couple of years to get drafted in the OHL. And then we both got, uh, we both played against each other for a couple of years. And then, um, we've always maintained our house in Los Angeles. So we've always used it as like a summer, you know, home thing. Cause we're always, uh, always, uh, you know, in, uh, different areas during the hockey year, but, um, you know, Los Angeles is our home right now. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that my mom and brother can't be here during these times, but we understand the circumstances they're in. And, uh, you know, we're still making do and uh, enjoying ourselves. So with the with being in Toronto, who was able to be at the game when you made your NHL debut out there? So unfortunately, my brother actually had a game of his own. Oh, I know he really, he really wanted to come make it out, but uh, he couldn't. But uh, my mom and dad made it, and uh, my uh, billets from Niagara made it, and my billet from uh, Kingston made it. So it was kind of a, you know, nice uh, homey environment with, with them there, and I was excited for them to come watch my first NHL game because, you know, they played such a you know crucial role in develop me or helping me develop in the OHL and, you know, being a second family to me. Brian Tosti here. We're talking with uh, Jason Robertson right now, uh, and we'll get to a lot of the AHL stuff, but being on the NHL ice this uh, this year and, and making your debut, you get an assist in the game. Just tell us about the environment and especially, like you said, playing so close to home in Toronto. That That's such an iconic place uh, and pretty interesting for you to make your debut there, right? Yeah, I think it all kind of really aligned for me because, you know, back in, back in uh, the summer of last year, I was talking to my brothers, I was hanging out with them whatever, and they said, you know, well, that'd be you know awesome if you played in Toronto and um, you know, because they could come watch it. Uh, you know, Buffalo would have been a good spot too. But um, I was like, yeah, awesome. And you know, I honestly, I forgot. I even know that Toronto was or Dallas was playing in Toronto. You know, the week I was you know called up um, until the day or two before, where I started saying, oh wow, they're playing in Toronto. That'd be neat. And then eventually, you know, they you know, gave me the call up there, and you know, playing in Toronto, especially uh, you know, my minor mid year there, and playing in Canada for the past four years, it was, it was pretty cool. And, uh, it was a great environment and probably one of the, you know, other than Los Angeles would have, would have been, you know, the most ideal place to make a deb- debut, uh, on the road. I think Toronto's, you know, a close second and that was very special. 
all in all, it was your play during this year that got you there uh, off of the ice. What would you say the hardest transition was for you going from uh, being in the OHL to, to turning pro? I just think, I don't know, it's kind of cliche, but confidence level is, you know, something that's really, uh, um, really important. I think at the beginning of the year, you know, we had, uh, we had our ups and downs, you know, but um, I think eventually, you know, right around December, January, Greener and I started getting a lot better communication, and he started to uh, let me do let me do my thing and try to keep me accountable. And then I think that just you know let my game blossom, and you know started to work a lot harder. And then especially especially when I got called up to called up to the big big boys and understood you know how it is how you got to play to get there. And especially when Lax is up there, he was telling me you know um, what you have to do. And it's funny because couple. When uh, when Lax was with uh, Texas, he's saying you got to do this stuff at the big leagues, and then when he's up there, you know, he says you got to keep continue to do that, and all these guys do um, do those things. But um, you know, it was it, it was it was really good. Down to Carroll, Tanner Carroll across Robertson scores. Jason Robertson has taken the lead with a power play goal. Thirteen point one left on the clock. By McCarron, then drop for Robertson, walks in and he scores! Bacon four unanswered and Robertson with his 22nd of the year! When you look at the overall year, was there a point where you kind of hit your stride and you thought, all right, this is, you know, this is becoming less of a, a jump and this is more becoming my mainstay, is it where um, you finally just seem like you hit your stride? I think I think right after um, All Star break, um, I don't I don't know I was um, All Star break. Once I came back, I I don't know I just start, everything started to click more for me and um, you know I think I just started to play a lot better with everyone and use and try to improve on myself and work a lot harder. Um, you know, not trying to be a young guy out there, but trying to be one of the you know one of our leader type players and um on the ice you know that that's something i wanted to work on and eventually you know things things took took a real good toll and um you know i worked on and kept improving and then eventually had a you know good good couple months leading up to this uh, stoppage but you know it, it was it was i think all star break right after that is uh when i started to uh my game when you look back at kind of the the way this this season and your career has kind of progressed you take a look back at the ohl you came out of your season in uh, 2018. You come train with the team and everything. How much did that impact you getting ready for that off season, getting ready for the following year um, when you ended up leading the OHL in scoring? I think that those weeks when you played Tucson, um, it was kind of an eye opener. Um, you know, it was it's pretty uh, it was pretty intense too because I was training off the ice on the ice with. You know, JJ McQueen was there training me off the ice and on the ice. I was with all the black aces, and you know, I took a lot of information from them, even though you know they were really playing. So, um, but I think that was something that motivated me to, to have a good off season with Gary Roberts um, two years ago. That was probably one of the bigger off seasons of my my career so far. And um, you know, I try to keep that pro mentality, and then I ended up coming into training camp in 2018. Um, playing a preseason game, which is a pretty neat experience, and then you know, obviously having a very good year with uh, in the Ontario League. But 
Um, last year was pretty good too, but I'm really looking forward to having a real good off season if if our season does unfortunately come to an end. But um, you know, anything could happen. Talking with Jason Robertson here on the Texas Stars podcast. You can follow along to all of the podcasts we've done throughout the year by just hopping onto the web, texasstars.com slash podcast, all of them available. Uh, and this one is no different here. Um, so thanks for tuning in to all of these. You can also find out more on our social media channels. Um, Jason is our featured player of the day here today. So you can also follow along on our social media channels to find out a lot about uh, Jason's year and uh, just some of the media portions that we've had throughout the season. Jason, let's take away from hockey and take away from the ice. What's, what's the hobby for you? What's the biggest thing that uh, kind of unwinds at the end of the day that, that you want to take away from the rink? Uh, you know, it's kind of, I kind of forget, you know, how the lifestyle was until this actually happened. Um, and that's crazy to think, but you know, back in the, back when I was in Austin, I was just playing a lot of video games, you know, to hang out, you know, probably go to the grocery store after practice and, pick up a steak or something that start cooking you know gives you something to do watch some honestly watch sports i used to watch a lot of the you know the dallas games when they were on but unfortunately it's not right now <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> there's nothing on right now but um end up you know, twiddling your it, thumbs at that point <laughs> yeah it's 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 different but it, you know what it's not different for me it's different for everyone so um, everyone's going through the same process right um they all have their different ways of coping with it but uh um you know, for right now, it's it's good that I'm home. What's your game of choice, and are, are you kind of are there guys on the team that are big gamers too with you? Uh, you know, they play a lot of uh, like Fortnite and COD, but I'm not one of those guys. I'm more of a FIFA Madden type of player. You know, actually, you know, nobody on the team really plays FIFA, or as far as I know, so I don't play anyone. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's 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 good. I like I enjoy it. It's a tough game. I've tried it before. I like yeah, it, well, it's it's not yeah, my speed. Time. <laughs> takes time it took me five years <laughs> yeah i mean if you play it enough at a certain point you get really good how like do you play online do you kind of play like a campaign yeah mode? i play online it's uh pretty competitive and i get heated but uh you know, i gotta keep that competitive spirit up right well jason back uh around the ice again a little bit of a different scenario but draft day there's a lot of guys that talk about uh kind of the moment there you get drafted and it's such a big moment for them um, what was your draft day like and, and kind of how, wh- how was it? Uh, because you were one of the top 10 picks in the second round. Uh, you know, it was quite an experience, you know, it's something that honestly, if I'm talking three years later, I kind of experienced again with my brother last year. Um, you know, we had, obviously there are two days of drafts and, you know, went to the first day and unfortunately neither names were called in the first day, but um eventually i got picked and um i was picked to dallas he was picked to toronto and honestly we're looking back at it it's you know it worked out best for us because you know some people get picked in the first round that aren't uh aren't, aren't in the really best spots best uh best team for them best fit and i think you know dallas for me and you know toronto for him are outstanding positions and outstanding teams and uh but no it was it was it was awesome you know i got picked I didn't even know that uh, Dallas was interested in me three years ago. I know I could remember at the draft combine, I met with 26 teams and Dallas wasn't one of them. And uh, you know, so I was kind of shocked because, uh, you know, I had no communication with them, but you know, they ended up telling me that they already know what they wanted and they didn't need to, you know, meet me at the combine. So that was, that was pretty neat how, uh, you know, they came out of the blue and, you know, actually wanted me. And 
um, looking back at it, it was, you know, one of, uh, one of the best days of my life. And, um, you know, especially when I ended up finally putting on uh, the Dallas jersey in a real uh, regular season game, it was, you know, kind of surreal how, you know, how I started from being that, you know, 18, 18-year-old, 17-year-old selected at the draft to, to finally put in being a real, you know, Dallas Stars player. Well, if Dallas doesn't talk to you during the combine and, and kind of the, the interviews at, at that point, what was, you don't have to say a team or anything, but what was the toughest question that you had uh, thrown your way during all of those interviews? There's always some weird ones that I hear thrown out. Yeah, I think, I don't know about a weird one, but I do remember specifically somebody um, like asking me what, what if I'd rather, you know, uh, play 10 years in the NHL and not, you know, go to the playoffs or play one year and win the Stanley cup. Mm. Now, I don't know what the answer is now. And I don't, I don't remember what I said, but that was <laughs> probably the question. Yeah. It's that's, and it's such a tough question because there are, there are, you know, it's obviously pros and cons to both, but, um, when you look back at the overall experience, how is the combine? How is it going through that whole process to get to the draft day? Because there's so many leading steps before you actually get up on the stage. I think it's a lot of like, um, I wouldn't say anxiety, but, uh, you know, you're really anxious to get it started. Really, uh, you know, really want, I can, you know, like I said, I I remember my little brother from last year, he was, Mm -hmm. it was like, let's just get, get to it. When back and we were training in May, he just wanted to get there. And, um, the combine was a good experience, and unfortunately, I don't know if it's going to happen this year. But mm-hmm. um, it was a good experience to talk to all those teams. It was pretty intimidating, but you know, kind of grow from that. And um, the off-ice testing it is what it is. I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not one for uh, you know really, really liking off-ice testing. But um, <laughs> with the, uh, the interviews are pretty neat. Uh, it was a cool experience because you're finally talking big leagues mm-hmm. uh, stuff gets kind of real and um you know eventually uh eventually leads up to the draft and the big day and um you know it only gets better and better after that for not only me but for my little brother too next for this year too leading up to this whole process of getting drafted you're in kingston at the time and um end up going over to niagara at the halfway point of your final year um just what were what were the two cities like what were the the two organizations kind of like being part of uh, a couple different places yeah i think kingston obviously was my home i was there for three and a half years so that's quite a long time Mm -hmm. um you know you got kind of learned i kind of was walked in as a boy and then not a boy, but a, a little man, little man and walked oh, yeah. on a man. So it, teach, uh, they, it teaches you really quick yeah. how, how to, exactly. exactly. It, teach, it teaches you real quick. And you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, I would say second home cause I have a second home, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good home for me. And, you know, I go back there every, uh, every, uh, summer. So I always, you know, keep in contact with little people there. Um, but though that was a good experience, a nice small town, um, you know, they, they liked their hockey there and, um, I had fun. But then when I got traded to, to Niagara and St. Catharines, that was a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, it was a bigger, kind of bigger town cause right next to Niagara Falls. And, um, that was a crazy environment. That was, that was me. Niagara was really neat, especially cause we had a really good team and everyone was supporting us. Um, we had a um, bunch of great, good guys and, you know, it was a good experience. So, but 
you know, I find I find out that uh, pro is not that different. How every team has a bunch of good good guys, and we had a really good team this year uh, off the ace. A lot of uh, good characters, and um, you know, it's unfortunate that this uh, this this event took place and put that on hold and kind of uh, took away our you know playoff uh, run, as you can say, like going for it right now, but. Um, you know, I enjoyed it, and uh, if this is the end for us, I think we we all left it out there and uh, enjoyed every minute. Go back to Niagara just for a second. What's the? Uh, Do you go out to Niagara Falls throughout the year and and kind of see it? Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> you know, I go there a couple. I used to go there every year with Kingston when we played mm-hmm. there, so it's pretty neat. Um, the tourist tourism type of thing, you know, kind of wears off on you when you right. live there. Um, it, it's the same thing with everyone, but, um, you know, it, it, it was, it's pretty neat. It was, it was pretty cool to, to play there. Well, it's wild too. Like I, I lived in New York and uh, it's about five hours to get to Niagara from where I lived. But even at that, when you still are in the state, even sometimes you don't even think about it, don't even make it out there. Um, so it's always, it's a little interesting to think of it from a person who lived there to see what the difference is like. Yeah, I I know. Like, <laughs> I I don't know. It's it's somewhere you probably want to go for a weekend and, mm-hmm. and visit. The, the falls, like, wow, that's cool. But when you live there, it's like, yeah, it's neat. But you know, <laughs> it, it you've been there, so you've been there. But yeah, exactly. We're uh, we're wrapping up here with uh, Jason Robertson. Uh, Jason, when we obviously we don't know what's going on with the rest of the year, but um, when it comes to transitioning from year one in the AHL to year two, um, what's the biggest thing that you saw from your first season that you'd like to improve on and, and transition into next year? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I obviously want to get stronger and uh, a bit quicker. Um, you know, work on work on some stuff on the ace. Talk to the uh, get to uh, talk to Dallas, uh, you know, skills coaches and uh, off and off ice and on ice, to, you know, development guys. But you know, I think they're pretty confident in my play. I've heard that you know these past couple months that they're really uh, happy with my um, improvement. But I think this this summer I need to take it to the next level. And you know, uh, <laughs> as much as I like Austin, I think I think my uh, my goal is to be in Dallas. So. Um, that's what I'm be working on this this summer, and um, you know, like I said, I hope the season isn't over right now. I'd love to play, mm-hmm. keep playing, but if it is, if, if it is over like that, I'm, you know, my head's gonna be turning towards the Dallas Stars this summer, and that's, I think that's what the coaching staff wants me to do, and all of the Dallas staff. Well, Jason, it's uh, it's been nice to have you here on the pod and uh, just talk a little bit, kind of get a little bit of time during all this. It's been uh, troubling for some people, but um, hope you're able to stay safe and keep uh, keep the training up. We'll hopefully get back to some hockey here soon, but uh, if not, uh, it's been great having you on here. Yeah, thanks, Tosi. Appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. You as well. That was Jason Robertson and uh, the leading scorer for the Texas Stars uh, this season. Uh, we're going to step away, but we've got a lot more podcasting to go. Uh, but stay with us here on the Texas Stars podcast. You can follow along on TexasStars.com. You can also follow along uh, through our social media channels. But until next time, for Jason Robertson, this is Brian Tosi signing off. We will see you next time.